Welcome back to Hidden Power. This is a Pokemon podcast. Today is going to be an exploration of Japan and how it is represented in the Pokemon universe. We're also going to be taking a look at what we can expect to see if we return to Japan in a future Pokemon generation. And stick to the end because we even talk about an Australia Pokemon region. What kind of Pokemon would show up there? Ten ten. It <laughs> might be. My name is Dusty Go Go. Today I'm with the Lumios Post. What's up? Soul Silver Art. What's up? And special guest. Sutami. Hello, everyone. Welcome. How are you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. Happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, this is going to be happy to finally have you here. Uh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. We talk to you all the time, time on coming. Twitter. I mean, you make your own YouTube videos. You tweet constantly. Um, we're at like a 13 hour difference right now. You're live in Japan, Crazy. right? Yep. It's 1046 p.m. my time at recording. Wow. Goodness. Yeah. Crazy. So late. Well, it's <laughs> That's hard to wrap my brain us. around. So Sue, Tommy, let's start with this. We, we've got our uh, we've got our infamous speed round questions, but we want to get to know you. We want the audience to get to know you. Uh, tell us a little bit about, a little bit about yourself, what your background is, and what you do online. Okay, so my name is Poki Sutami on Twitter, YouTube. I'm originally from Australia, born and raised, but I've been living in Japan for the last 11 or 12 years now, I think. In total, I've been living in Japan for about 15 years, if you include all the trips. Um, I live in the Kansai region, which is where Johto is based. Oh, I love that. So amazing. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm a total Johto fan. Well, we're going to learn more about that in a little bit. That's great. Oh, you're definitely going to learn a lot about Johto. That's great. Can I ask, uh, what what made you move to Japan? Was it just love for the country or? Um, So it's going to sound really strange, but when I was a young kid, my grandmother used to listen to a song called Sayonara Nakamura a lot on like the radio. It was a Australian song by an Australian country artist. But in the chorus, they had a lady singing in Japanese. And I used to think it was so beautiful. Mm. I couldn't understand a word, and it turns out it was actually really, really sad. Oh. But I didn't know that. I just thought it was beautiful. And from that point on, I think probably about five years old, always been interested in Japan. But I couldn't start learning the language until I was 18. Because mm-hmm. countryside, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once I got into uni, I started learning Japanese seriously. Just fell in love with everything, especially like Japanese dialects and the geography, the culture, all of that stuff. And once I graduated university, I didn't even go to my graduation. I moved straight here and didn't leave. Wow. Wow. That's great. That's cool. I didn't go to my yeah. graduation, but it was not as cool of a reason. I think I just <laughs> decided to hang out with my <laughs> I didn't weekend. go to my graduation because I dropped out. <laughs> I didn't I even go to my... Bored. No, my high school graduation. <laughs> I'm talking about... Oh, oh. I, wow. no, I didn't go to my college graduation either, though. What is your Pokemon type, right? If you were a Pokemon, right? What would your type be? And what would your... Ghost. Okay, ghost. And what would your, hidden, what would your hidden power type be? Oh... And this is like your astrology sign, right? It's like what? It's like what is your like? Like we're gonna read you after this. We're gonna be like, oh, okay, she said through fire your zodiac type, signs. Said, what's ghost. your hidden power type? Yeah, <laughs> like this is okay. gonna be really telling. So, like I said, ghost is my one hundred percent type straight okay. away. Uh, other than that, I'd say maybe fire. Okay. I, like I know that sounds so basic, but no, no, no not at all. A great type. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. it's not basic. A lot of people probably say other things, <laughs> like weird types. So I-, I said water. I don't even remember what my types were. They change. They I'm, fluctuate. I, don't remember I think I'm a Rotom. He's grass and something. <laughs> grass and something he is. I thought you were going to say fairy, Sue, because I see little like Mimikyu down there. Oh, that's I true. I was very tempted. I yeah. was very tempted. I've got like all my Mimikyu lined up, but the screen's all blurred. So. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. There's an event right now in, in Scarlet and Violet. I was uh, trying to find a horde of or an outbreak of Mimikyu to, to Shiny Hunt. Hasn't started yet, buddy. When does it start? That's why I couldn't find the 27th. it. 27th. That's, that's why you couldn't find it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I looked last night. I was like, I don't want to miss the event. All right, the 27th. Oh, it's the right, 27th. That's Friday. I got a couple Just days. text us or text the Discord. Even. <laughs> and Dusty's like, why aren't any ghost types appearing? <laughs> you have a resource of Pokemon fans at no. your disposal. Yeah, I know. I like to do things oh, on my own, man. right? And I, I save all my questions for the podcast. <laughs> all right, that's good. So, Sutami, what are your, what are your uh, top six favorite Pokemon? This would be your dream team. I don't know if they'd make a good team, but, yeah, definitely Mimikyu. Okay. Uh, Ditto. Ooh. Ooh. We haven't heard that one yet. Mm-mm. I love Ditto. Um, Same. Maybe. Oh, damn it. I'm not good on the spot. Uh... So far, it's a great team. And this is like anime rules, right? You could you could play with anime rules where like Bell's yeah, Brown is a champion. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Basically, um, Meganium. Meganium? Nice. Yep. I've, I gotta say, I've come around on Meganium. Like, I am a Bayleaf stan. I think Chikorita's a little, little whatever. But, like, ba- Bayleaf is so great, but I got a Meganium in Pokemon Sleep, which we are friends in, by the way. And uh, mm. and I love it. It's so cute. I'm like, well, I, then, I, I want to play Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver now. With, oh, like, don't Dusty, this, this is me. your podcastly reminder to play new Pokemon Snap. And which Meganium <laughs> should is I do a that? prominent Pokemon in? <laughs> it's like the main <laughs> All right. I, I keep interrupting. I hope that gave you some time to think, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't think at all. Don't oh. give me that much credit. <laughs> um, but Arcanine? Arcanine. Okay. Mm. Tony and I assume? Mm, or I'd say I really like Hisuian Arcanine, so throw that in there. Okay. See, when I whenever I think of like um like a uh, Pokemon that has forms like that, I just say like the base one, and that's it counts for both of them or all of them because it's still the that's same. That's a little Pokemon. bit of a cop okay. out. That's that's yeah. that's how it is. <laughs> well, like when that's you go with Arcanine, Eva always great. So, oh like, yeah, you're not gonna lose either way. Yeah, they're both great designs. Mm. I honestly don't um, know if I like the Hisuian one anymore. I think conceptually they're really cool, but oh no, I'm not saying they're bad. I just I think I think I was I was more excited for a new form of Arcanine, but it's not. You wanted water Arcanine, yeah, dude. Like from from yeah, from, like, from the Gen Seven knowing, fake leaks. Knowing the cultural background of it, it makes yeah. a lot of sense, and I think that's probably why I like it so much because mm. they're based off of Koma Inu. Mm. Or another blah, blah. another name for is uh, Inu Shishi or something like that. And Those are the statues. statues, yeah, they're all around Japan, but they're especially in Okinawa, Okinawa, which is kind of weird putting in a Hokkaido-based region. But either way, it's Pokemon. but yeah, they very <laughs> much resemble that. Okay, so, yeah, that's always cool. Um, oh, Dusty's pulling it up. So that's four. Up. I got it. One second. Four, four. God, two more. Uh, 
Yeah, those are so cool. I don't want to speak for you, but would Starmie be on there? <laughs> yeah, throw it in. Okay. Starmie, yeah, that's good. Let's do Starmie. It's good coverage. It is. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then we also want to ask you what your Oh, she still got one she more. Oh, more. what are we at? Five. Throw in another Mimikyu. Throw in another two Mimikyu. Nice. The two forms. Pikachu? Normal and shiny. Normal and shiny. Okay. Ah, the shiny is so fair. good. So shiny is good. The shiny Mimikyu is supposed to be, it's supposed to be like, I read it as black and white as if it's supposed to be, like it's a grayscale color as if it's supposed to be the Pikachu and how that looked on the original Game Boy. Interesting. Because that's how it's based. Yeah, I kind of look at it as like a dirty old faded sheet. Could be that as well. Yeah. Super sun faded. That makes sense. I was just thinking it was like a ghost, more like ghost colors. That's it. I like wasn't thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is Mimikyu? <laughs> so it's like, what are shinies? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you really, you kind of do under uh, undervalue shinies, Lumi, which is. I, I do. Well, it, it is funny you say that on the subject of Mimikyu because I have one Mimikyu in my game that I use in battles and stuff, and it's a shiny. It's uh, it's the one they gifted from the Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon um ultra spooky cup oh. so it is in a cherish ball and it is shiny how did you get wow. that I, that's kind of awesome actually. you had to participate in the little ultra sun ultra moon ultra spooky cup I didn't you had to do that. three battles in it it was like all spooky pokemon so like ghost types and then things like you know Gliscor and muck that are a little bit more on the creepy side that's cool but uh that was in gen 7 yeah mm -hmm. that's cool ultra that's sun cool. ultra moon yep that's pretty sweet all right what's your uh favorite pokemon game Heart gold. Why? That's a good because answer. Because it's heart gold. That's, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's heart me. gold. <laughs> no description needed. It's just like a masterpiece of a game. Like, there's very little you could do to heart gold and soul silver by connection mm -hmm. to make it any better than what it is. The lore is great. The graphics for the time were great. They're so pretty. The Pokemon like roster is great mm -hmm. there's just nothing wrong with heart gold as a game in my opinion um other than that i really like snap too mm. i've never played it yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's go you made lumi's day <laughs> it's See, such I'm a great game a, i'm actually a photographer as well so okay. oh wow i love it because of that too nice Right. It's such a good game. I've been trying to get these two clowns to play it for a while now, but with no avail. Mm. I'll join you with that quest. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm gonna have Sue like text me. Yeah, all no, the just time don't tweet yeah. at us. Just don't. Are you playing every this? day? Every day. Let's do it, yeah. Lumi. Someone's yes. gonna create like a bot. Yes. That, like, messages every day. I don't need My bots. We'll just do it. My birthday is in the work. next month coming up. So I mean, mm. do it. What do you want us to? Um, you want us to buy you? Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's, who's out there? We have to cast it uh, when when y'all do play it. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. mean, yeah, yeah. We have to at this point. It's been too long of a gag. We I know. Do we do. We should do that at some stop. point. Just live stream it. <laughs> the um, thing is, is like so, when it came out. I mean, this. Yeah, I don't know, well, I'll just go on and on about it. Uh, but yeah, I was gonna ask Sue why Heart Gold instead of Soul Silver. I know that's a little disrespectful. <laughs> like Soul Silver is my favorite. Than, yeah. You like Ho Oh more? I'm really surprised. I didn't think. I really? That... I'm yeah. such a Ho Ho person. I didn't know that. 
Absolutely. Mm -hmm. He did say hidden power fire. Yeah, that's true. Hidden power fire. But um, gold was also my first proper Pokemon game that I owned. That not owned, owned. It was my first proper game that I owned. So So same same thing with me, except silver, and I like Lugia more. (laughs) So I did technically play silver first. Mm -hmm. I old school there. Um, I did play so. I did play Silver first, but it was my friend's brother's game that mm-hmm. he lent me to play, and I accidentally saved over it. Oh, my cousin oh. did that to me, and I'll never let it go. I bring it up even at his wedding. I'm like, I, I would not stop complaining about it. It scarred me, I think. I think I have trust issues. Dusty's toast. <laughs> Congratulations and all, I guess. But I still I'll want- never get that Tyranitar back. <laughs> nope. I, was it just like a time a time thing, or is it like when you're a kid thing? But I feel like maybe Lumi, you might not know this, but back in the day when we would get games, like I am the same as you, Sue, and I know that Dusty has said the same thing. That my first game wasn't my game; it was somebody no. else's that I like borrowed yeah. or that like was, used. Back in the day, that's how given it was. To me. Mine was given to me. My first game was Fire Red, and to this day, I have the copy. And if you look on the back, you can kind of make out Sharpie mark. It's because it was written Trip on it, because a guy named Trip gave it to me. On the back of my blue version, it said Derek. Really? Are you yeah. making this up? That's no, I'm not kidding. That was my neighbor's. No. What? <laughs> what are the chances? Yeah, I don't remember, but I played like um, a red version when it first came out, mm. and it was not mine. My friend Tommy. I'm sure he goes by like Thomas now as an adult, but we called him Tommy when we were six. Then he will forever. <laughs> and he be had Tommy. the re- he had red version, and he had a Blastoise. No, he had a Charizard, and that was really cool. I'm about to say he picked red, then picked Charizard. Come on, you never know. Yeah, dude. I mean, my wife, the first game she played was her brother's Emerald. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I've actually in this house somewhere. I've got my husband Souls. I've got his first ever game of uh, not gold, green, mm. green. Oh wow. wow. And I got a bunch of his little sister's games and all that, and his brother's games. Somehow, like, last time we went over to their hometown, I just ended up with all of their old Pokemon games. (laughs) That's the best. When I I used to, like, go to friends' houses, and I'd be like, oh, what kind of video games do you have? They'd show me their Game Boy collection, and then I'd be like, oh, do you you have a Pokemon game? Do you play this? Like, can I borrow it? Can I I see it? (laughs) No. Because I feel like you a lot of people like undervalue. Po- I feel like people just didn't care about Pokemon games. Like they'd have it because it's popular, but not because they cared about it. Well, and usually people would like, like if they had it, they'd play through the main story. You know, they'd beat the champion and then yeah. kind of be like, "Yeah, I played it." You know, but I'm still. Playing. I mean, that's kind of how I am with like Mario games. Yeah. Right. Well, uh, I know we're on a we're on a bunny trail, but this I wish that I had like bought all the Pokemon games because I didn't buy them all. But if you had them all right now, I saw. Uh, just saw, like a random user on Twitter. She's Japanese, I think, actually, and they had all of them, all of them mm. from from start to finish. And I was just like, that would be one an amazing collection, but two, you could make so much money off of them right now. Like they are, they're like, uh, like I don't know, Pokemon cards, I guess. Where some you, of them, yeah, they you didn't think that that was gonna happen back in the day. You weren't like, oh, they're gonna gain value and become worth a lot of money well i think it was the original ones i think i feel like the game boy games are not worth anything especially the japanese ones i mean they're impossible to find no i was at comic-con there was like all dead i I was at comic-con there was a bucket of like japanese 
silver, gold, red, green, and they were going for like five bucks a pop. But but with I gold but and I, silvers, their batteries are all dead. But you can still find greens with battery left. Okay, yeah, maybe because gold battery. and silver, the battery ran out faster because it was also being used for the clock system. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, so, I remember seeing there was a bunch of like kind of I guess cultural shock of a lot of um, Americans who went over to Japan for the worlds uh, that happened in August. And they were shocked to see, like, they found some kind of shop in Yokohama where they could get uh, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl for, like, what was the yeah. equivalent of, like, eight U.S. dollars. Which is insane. Yeah, they sell, right. you can get secondhand games really cheap here. Like, even if I go onto the resale online sites, you can get them for, like, $5 to about, like, fifteen twenty. Mm-hmm. Do oh. your, like, so here... For example, uh, Brand Diamond Shining Pearl is about sixty U.S. dollars here, mm. but uh, the Diamond and Pearl game—if I find a DS, a used game—it will be seventy-five U.S. dollars here. Is it like that over there with reselling games? To a certain extent, um, because like there's always the chance of like having a really good Pokemon, like a shiny Pokemon or an yeah, event yeah. Pokemon in the game cartridge. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of the time, that's not the case. Like it's a gamble every time you do it, but yeah, my some buddy... places do hike up the prices aiming for that market. Yeah. My, okay. my buddy just picked up an Emerald version and there was a, like an authentic shiny, uh, what's it called? The Minetric. And, like, the file was from, like, 2006 or something, which I think is so cool. It's, like, a little time capsule. Mm. But I wanted to ask you, like, are there any main differences between green version? Because I've never played green. I've played red and blue and yellow, like, a million times. But I've never played green version. And I know the sprites are different. And maybe yeah. some of the encounters or some of the uh, so some of those options are different. But do you think it's, like, a different game in any way? Isn't it just, like, the the 1.0 of blue version? It's very much more bare bones. Okay. Like you said, it's got the different sprites and all that, but yeah, it's maybe not bare bones, but less polished. Okay. And okay. you can feel that. Um, I've never actually played it all the way through. I've watched So as he's played it a little bit, but um, yeah, you kind of get that feeling that they of course, had more time when they were doing blue and red. Okay. For the Western Western market. Yeah, I gotta get my hands on that at some point. That'd be really fun to play through. Um, I've got one I can send to you. <laughs> she, she, you do send stuff, don't you? Like, uh, you have yeah. you have that thing going. I on do still? um resale shopping for people. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. Well, cool. wouldn't wouldn't I need a, a like a Game Boy or or like a um a Japanese Game Boy? No. Nope. It's it's not They're region not locked. Region locked. Wow. Nope. That's really yeah, that cool. didn't start until what the DS or maybe even the 3DS. Mm. Like, of course, it will all be in Japanese. Yeah. So you're just gonna I, be I mean, I know, mashing. That's all right. I but... know how to play the game. Like, I, right. I feel like I yeah. would know all the text. Mm. Um. All right. So the, uh, the thing that would be difficult though, Dusty, is the moves. That's true. Yeah. That's what would get you. Like, like you, you know, <laughs> yeah. is. Is it trying to learn flamethrower right now, or is yeah, yeah. it trying to learn growl? You know, <laughs> I always thought mm-hmm. I always thought the move Leer, the animation for Leer in Gen Two. I forget what it looks like in Gen One, but in Gen Two, looks like a hyper beam. 
right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kinda, so like I'm playing does. through the game and I'm like, wow, this looks really powerful, and it's just like it's like withdrawal defense, yeah, right. <laughs> or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Sutami, uh, what was your? Did you ever have a Pokemon break? We find a lot of people that we have on the show, a lot yes. of our friends. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your Pokemon break. So, my Pokemon break was Gen Five. Like, I know okay. for a lot of people, that's a very important gen. Um, I don't know why. Like, I tried to play it several times. Even recently, like two years ago, I bought the games again and tried to play. But literally every time I get to the forest area, I just stop. Do you just lose interest? Yeah, just completely. I've never gone past the forest. How do you feel about the Gen 5 Pokemon? Because I think... I, I, That's the real question. Yeah, because I, I, when I play black and white, I still, even though a lot of the Pokemon that are in, even a lot, like even though like, a lot of the Unova Pokemon, like I just accept as like I take them for granted. I'm like, this is a Pokemon. It's a Pokemon, right? I still, when I play black and white, the base games, get a little bit bored because I'm like, this feels disconnected from the rest of the Pokemon world. Um, maybe black that's two and white why two is a little bit different. Me too. Like yeah. maybe that's why it just didn't appeal to me because it seemed so unfamiliar to what I was used to at that point. Yeah. Um, like, there's some really good Pokemon designs in there, and I like Sora and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah, just never was able to get into it, and I really tried. Yeah. Like, I've bought the game, like, three times. I've paid the money for it. I should like it, but... <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe on the fourth purchase. I think, yeah, I think Gym 5 is a common... Pokemon uh, break. That was that was my wife's uh, break too. And you know what's interesting? My wife says the same thing. She says it was the forest is where she stopped. I just realized oh, really? that. There's a lot yeah, of like that's a... really weird. What is it about Pinwheel Forest? <laughs> is it like the is it like the the pointless team plasma battles? I know there's a lot of those right away. Maybe. I I really just can't place the reason. But like I said, every single time, it's always the forest. So maybe there is just something about the forest. Yeah. there. I feel but like... But I also... The first gym, for me, like the gimmick of it and all that, mm. didn't interest me. Yeah. Mm. It's like normal types yeah. plus one of the types you're weak to. Right. Yeah. Um, I they think... could have easily done like a, a Sawaddle, a Temple, and then uh, a Litwick, you know? Yeah. I'm reflecting a little bit on how... There are also there are games, a lot of like three D Pokemon games where I feel like I never really buy into the magic of the game. I think the beginning of any Pokemon game is the most magical for me. When you have your starter and a couple Route One Pokemon and they level up so quickly, right? Maybe you get like a one of the early Route Bug evolutions, and that's really exciting. Um, but I feel like Gen Six, Seven, Eight, even I feel like. There, I just, I don't know. I feel like the magic, I never really buy into it where I feel like I'm immersed in the region. Um, and I find, and, and I, I, maybe I just need to replay some of these games. So I, I kind of have them. So I have that nostalgia. Um, and I have that recall of my experiences, but I feel like I, how I spend most of my time playing a Pokemon game now is really just like, it's the grind of shiny hunting and post game or whatever the competitive is, or not that, not that I'm like setting up competitive teams, but, um, it's like all of the maintenance that I do in post game, right? It's mm. not really like in replaying. Um, and I, I'm I'm thinking about that based on what you're saying, but I I don't feel like that with Gen Five. With Gen Five, I played through it and I'm like, 
I, it, the whole game feels whimsical. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm in the Pokemon Y'all have universe. me nervous. Y'all have me nervous because I've never had a Pokemon break. And so I'm like, am I do one? Oh, <laughs> dude. Oh, no. So, Tommy, we're going to be looking in 2024. We're going to be looking for a new co-host. So <laughs> Is Jin Ting going to come out? And I'm just going to be like, this ain't for me, yeah, yeah. you know? I mean, but no, I, uh, think so, but... I think I think you hit the uh, nail on the head there, Sue, uh, with the um, it being just unfamiliar. I think that's knowing my wife. That's probably what drove her away, too. And I think that was it for a lot of players. Like, even people who use brand new Pokemon for their teams, there's something comforting, right, about hmm. running into the grass and you see a wild Pikachu. You know, I mean, it, but there's there's not that in Unova. So it does it. I mean, it the goal was a soft reboot and they captured that for better or worse. You know, <laughs> another factor it could be like, I'm guessing I'm probably not far off on age with your wife. Maybe mm. it's because that that age, a lot of us were kind of like going through a lot of life changes naturally. So <laughs> like for me, at least, like I said, it lacked that sense of familiarity. Yeah. And at that point, because I was going through a lot of life changes as I was like becoming an adult, basically, I was moving out of my teens, going to uni, all of that. So maybe I was playing games for the sake of like a sense of familiarity and I wasn't getting that. Yeah, I think for her, there was also a part of it. She was in middle school. So I think like she kind of even though she enjoyed those games, it was no longer cool. You know what I mean? At least in America, I don't know how it is over in Australia uh, or even Japan. But um, but for her, like, it was no longer cool at that age. And I think, like, she wanted to break away from it, but she liked it too much, too. And then Unova was kind of like the the bye-bye the Butterfree where Ash is like, you can go now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> for the first, like, two years of being a Pokemon fan, all of my friends secretly knew I liked Pokemon, mm. but I would always hide it behind, oh, I'm playing it because of my younger cousin. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm watching yeah. the anime because of my younger cousin. He wants to watch it with me, so I need to watch it. Yeah. So, that's, like, I feel like that it happens wasn't to so a many thing fans. that girls did. Mm. Oh, so you think it was more because, of, because you're a girl? Well, like, in that era, when I was still, like, in primary school and all of that, I'm from a very small rural countryside town mm. and it was always said in like the friend groups and the cliques and all that Pokemon is something the boys like. That's funny. Ah. That's funny because I feel like I mean, it's kind of how it was in America. I feel like I was my insecurity with Pokemon was that it was like either too immature or too feminine. Right. Really? You you felt like it was too feminine. I never got feminine, but I got the like I got like the Pokemon is for babies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's Jigglypuff, but like for every Jigglypuff, there's an Alakazam and a Gengar. Right. You know, I don't know if those are the best. Well, I was thinking Gym one and those are scary. You know, (laughs) Uh, Tyranitar is way cooler. (laughs) Scizor is epic. Tyranitar and Scizor on Gym one. Yeah. Ask me if you want to know from some cool Pokemon. Okay, that's all. Yeah, that's 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 an interesting. Gengar is cool. Get out of here. Gengar is cool. eh, I like. I'm I'm just. I like having you on Sue. Yeah. I'm not ganged up. Becoming better friends through this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) All right. Well. Well, that's Gen Five done. Yeah. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah, my... There's y'all's weekly dose of Gym 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on then. If you're enjoying this episode, please consider supporting Hidden Power on Patreon or YouTube channel members. Right now, we have four tiers, and the lowest membership starts at just $5 a month. Supporters get access to our secret Discord server and help control the direction of the podcast. Supporters also get access to our archive of bonus episodes. Okay, so our Discord, honestly, is popping. We have other creators in there too, which is yeah. kind of fun. It ain't just the three of us. We're discussing Lee when they drop we talk about news we'll be talking about how soul silver art has you know just garbage takes it's so it's much a fun. place for us to connect i'm in there every day also we have revamped our merch store so proud of every product that is in this store now we have stickers t-shirts mugs ball caps right the dad caps these ball caps are embroidered look at this it's literally an embroidered. so clean you cannot get anything more high quality than that i just got news do y'all hear that Soulbasaur says that he even <laughs> has his own merch i'll talk for him it's beautiful very cool designs you guys should very check it out. japanese style e even the front of the shirt has a unique logo i'm getting one for sure if you're invested in this show invest in the show thank you so much for watching and now back to the video all right um so sue let's let's hop on over so you created what what we want to talk about now is we kind of just want to take a look at the actual real life japanese region and how those areas have been interpreted and turned into pokemon regions right um the, so i'm gonna pull up this uh this map that sutami made um let's see if i can see all of it there, that's that's pretty Sorry, good. It's a pretty big map. That's good, right? Um, so, uh, so a lot of people know, right? Generations one, two, three, and four, all based on Japan, Japanese regions, right? That made a lot of sense. Uh, Gen five was the first time where a Pokemon region was based on a like a country or a, you know somewhere outside of Japan. Um, and since then, we haven't really gone back. It wasn't really until a couple months ago, maybe a month ago, with uh, the Gen 9 DLC, the Teal Mask, when we visited Kitakami. Uh, that was kind of the first time we really returned to a new location that was based on Japan. We did go to uh, Hisui in uh, in Legends Arceus, but of course that is just a, like a, an older version of Sinnoh. Um, so I don't really count that. Uh, and I, I, I've kind of been possessed with this idea uh, for a while now, honestly, even before the teal mask, I kind of feel like they are due to return to Japan in a big way, whether it's Gen 10 or maybe just Gen 11 or just another generation, right? But I feel like they are due to make a big return. Maybe the teal mask is a hint at that. Uh, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself. So, uh, Sutami, do you want to do you want to break down this map that you created? Oh, so like what I've done with this map, it's not like a really geographically accurate map there's like some mistakes and all that in there but you can get a rough idea um so they're all separated separated into different regions of the pokemon world so the green area at the top that's hokkaido and that's sino and hisui uh the blue areas which have aomori akita irate that's half of tohoku um, yeah. And that's where Kitakami is. So mm, we've got cool. Aomori. That's represented in the game free, uh, the Crystal Pool, which is based off a real-life area called Lake Usuri. Okay. Um, mm. I talk about that in detail in my latest video about Blood Moon Ursaluna. Cheap plug, sorry. 
Um, no, absolutely. Plug all, it. You can do it all day. <laughs> um, then we've got Irate, which is, of course, the location of the real world town Kitakami. That's in there hidden away. And mm. we've also got Akita, which I think I saw Soul post about recently about the Akita dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Just, um, yeah. the like stone area in one of the areas, I can't remember the, what area exactly. But it's like the area where you find Okidogi. Mm-hmm. That's actually based off a real kind of landscape in Akita Prefecture. All right, that so makes they... so much sense. That's great that they did that. That's a really good detail. Because I see so many people that say that it's a, a Shiba, Shiba Inu, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know. But I mean, I thought it was too when I first saw it. But then I thought about it and I was like, it's so much bigger. And they look alike. And they're big. Like, it's just a bigger Shiba, basically. Mm-hmm. So... I, there's still tons of people that say that, and I'm like, but I think it's in Akita because it's from, You're right. like that region. It's supposed to be. Yeah, You're they're bulkier totally right. too. What yeah. is this called? Akita? Is that the Akita Inu? Akita yeah. Inu. So um, basically, like Soul said, I mean, that Akita looks Inus like sh- and Shiba. Shiba Inus are very, very similar. They're just a bit more bulky. They've got a few different personality traits, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But a lot of people have more stronger opinions on Shiba Inu because they're more common. Mm -hmm. So I think that's probably why a lot of people see Okidogi and think, ah, Shiba. Yeah, Mm. that makes sense. I mean, I I like the Shibas better too, but... (laughs) You're right, though. It's totally an Akita. Even that one Um, picture that Dusty just pulled up looked just like Okidogi when I saw its face. I was like, what? Just paint it green. Yeah. Isn't... I could totally be mistaken, but I thought I saw this posted on Twitter, and it, it may have even been posted by you. Um, but there is, in the Kitakami Wilds, which is the area above the rocky area, There's it's one of the seven wonders of Kitakami, this barren circle. Um, and, like, there's no grass growing there, but there is all around it. And it says... I, I thought I saw someone say that was in reference to something in the tohoku area i don't know yeah, which part um i didn't post it but i've seen it going around on like this japanese x lately okay. um i can't remember the name of the area but it, it is based off a real life place in akita prefecture yeah it's like a world heritage site too isn't yeah it? Yep. yeah so it's I... the same with our mori's lake usuri because that's based on a world Her- i think it's a world heritage site but um, actually, this isn't something I've said anywhere. But also, Aomori is famous for its apples. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh... It has a lot of apple orchards. And I've done a little bit of digging. There's actually even an apple orchard called Oni Ringo. Of course. Oh, with the Oni. Okay. Yeah, because I did some... People sent me things, of course. They send me things all the time. And someone sent me like this whole thing about... I'm so happy that Kitakami is... Um, being represented, I'm from like this part of Japan, and it's just like epic. And then they gave me this story about how basically Kitakami is, or Oriwate, I forget which one, but they were like literally founded because of an Oni story or something like that. You know, oh. like, maybe it's a myth, you know, but it's right. It was, it was pretty epic. I, I posted about it a, a while back, but what was the myth whole, for listeners? They had their whole Oni lore. I don't remember. Like a hundred percent. Um, it was yeah, something about like, law. yeah, it was something about like he, there was an oni and he did something bad and they put him on a rock for like 
I don't even know years or days. They like tied him to a rock. Um, and when, then when like, Anise does something bad, she goes and sits on the stairs. That's okay, what I, yeah, that's I, what, that's I, what I was I'm thinking it, of. Very that's concerned that's where much, that was going. I was like, that's you probably can't tie her to a rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably where this idea comes from too, like some kind of punishment. But anyway, he he like eventually they let him go because he said something that they wanted him to. This is the people, obviously, and basically to this day, there's like still a mark of his. Like he left a mark on the rock. You can like huh. go see this rock or something like that. Really I don't. Cool. I forget a lot about it. Like if it was actually the the city of Kitakami or town, whatever. Um, or if it was like a, the larger area, but all that to say that this is like, it's like, so Oni inspired the whole thing. So everything to do with Kitakami is just like, Oh, Oni this and Oni that. So I really thought Spy Dops was going to be some kind of Oni too. That would have but... been cool. Hey, I kind of want to, before we breeze past this, my, I think, so this is, this feels like a misconception to oh. me, or maybe I just don't understand it. Uh, but I, Sutami, what you said was that. Uh, Kitakami was possibly based on this entire blue region right here that uh, listeners can see on the screen, this like northern part of Japan. And my understanding was that Kitakami, it feels, right, gameplay-wise, it feels like maybe it's like just a little bit of a town. Like it it doesn't feel like an entire region. Uh, But what you're saying... A little... Yeah. Sorry, Colin. Well, th- does that make sense? Because that's that's my understanding of it. And you're saying, and and I guess it could make sense that it draws inspiration from, or some of the locations in the in-game Kitakami, right? Maybe it draws inspirations from di- these real-life locations that are all over the place. Uh, but I feel like it really is just a small, like one town. Right? I, I I can't I can't picture it being an entire Pokemon region the same as like to the same scale as Kanto, right? See, like, that's actually something that really confuses me, too. Okay, all right. Because so it's, um, it's geographically, it's a lot smaller than those three prefectures would be. Yeah. And um, the location of some of the inspirations don't line up to where they would be on the map. Yeah, 100%. Like, for so, like, example, so... the Crystal Pool wouldn't be in the middle of the map if it was based on the Japanese map. No, okay. It would be up top near Aomori. And that's mm-hmm. this right here? Yes. Can you see the screen? Lake Usuri. Yeah. So yep. we got Lake. It says L- Lake to- Tawada. That oh, no, that's a different lake. Yeah, okay. the wrong one. Oh, right here. Oh, oh I see hi- that now. It might be higher up. No, that's not. Oh, it's not kind of like a heart-shaped <laughs> okay. lake. Just type into the search bar Lake Usuri. <laughs> I don't know how to spell that. <laughs> it's up there. I saw it. You see it? To the left. Yeah, up higher. Oh, it's really I'm pretty high. sure that the heart shape, almost maybe not, maybe I'm wrong. No, how do you spell it? it? Type it in. S O R I. U S O R I. I. I love that lore, though. By the way. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. There it is kind of we go. Thing. It's far it's up there. It's famed for being like a really vibrant blue. It's also got a very high acidity. And it has like a really wacky pH balance. Weird. So the only animals that are able to live there are a certain breed of Japanese dace, which is a type of fish. Um, I think that's probably why they've got what Pokemon lives there? Basculin, like maybe. The... No, Aracuda are swimming yeah, around. Yeah, Aracuda. Yeah, Aracuda. Oh, yeah, and it also uh, bugs can live there. 
which explains Yanma. Yeah. And it also has a lot of mythological ties to the underworld. That's because really the red cool. bridge appears in the Pokemon game, of course. Mm-hmm. But there's also a red bridge exactly the same at the real like life at, at the real life Lego story. And mm-hmm. going over that bridge is meant to be like a metaphor for passing over to the afterlife. Wow. And that's why and at the, the Crystal Lake... Lake you can see they say you mm-hmm. can see the deceased. That's so deceased, cool. Yep. And there's also a few places in the game where you can see like a kind of a collection of rocks. Uh-huh. And at the real lake, oh, sorry, you can you kind of like stack them up as well. It's meant to be like good luck or something in the afterlife. Mm. I'm not exactly sure if that's it, but something along those lines. So that's what the stacks of rocks mean in the game. Neil. Okay. That's really ball. interesting. Uh, All right. Also, under the bridge, that's meant to be kind of like the path to the underworld. Okay. And that leads to the timeless woods. That's really cool. All right. Oh. So, so all right. So, I mean, you explaining that in in that lake, Usori not being anywhere near the mainland, like. That makes me pretty confident that it really is just drawing inspiration from different locations in this yep. general region. Uh, but yeah. my, the my theory can still be thing, right. The other thing is, if you look at the blue on my map, that's not all of the Tohoku region. Hmm. Those are the only areas of the Tohoku region that have like very clear inspiration points in Kitakami. Okay. You've also got Yamagata, Miyagi, Miyagi, sorry. Fukushima and Niigata, those are also areas of Tohoku that we don't see any inspiration in Kitakami. Yeah, or I would say, I mean, do those show? I don't think they'll show up at all in any of the Pokemon regions. They don't. Whoa. That's why they're Cause that's grayed north, out. That would be north of Kanto, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. So, so my, the my... grayed out areas yeah. are places where there's no like really clear connections to anywhere in the pokemon world i mean you have two different grays here though you have this like charcoal gray and then this like you know more yep the lighter gray is technically there is a region that exists oh but it's in the ranger games okay yeah that's interesting maybe we do a deep dive on that region at some point i actually haven't thought about can you actually explain it to me i'll pull up some resources i have not played the ranger games either have i are they canon Because you can get Manaphy in the game, and you can move yeah, the Manaphy some... into your main game. Which and and be... Riolu as well, which are two different Ranger games. Um, I mean, it you have be. Riolu connects it to Almia, and then Manaphy connects it to uh, Fior. And they even make a point to, in the Fior region, like they talk about how they're close to Sinnoh, and they, um, like, apparently Manaphy... The reason Manaphy eggs are always Fionn is because it's not the right climate for it to produce a Manaphy. And so so there's some theories that the Fior region is the right climate for it to be Manaphy, since that's where the Manaphy egg was found. I didn't know that was Manaphy's lore. That's actually really cool. Lumi, when when I was recording with Toby in person, I kept having moments like... Neither of us know what we're talking about. Where's Lumi? We need like someone to fact check this right now. Uh, no, no. If Toby don't know it, I don't know it. <laughs> I think you would have known some of those things. Uh, but uh, that's really... I didn't know that was about... That makes sense. I want more Pokemon like that. That's cool. Yeah, It's kind of like a regional form, right? Yeah. 
It's I like mean, a reverse regional similar. or something. Right. Well, yeah, I, the ideas come from somewhere, right? Like the whole like idea of doing regional forms. They probably had it then and were like, hmm, this is like kind of, mm. we'll just expand on this idea, right. you know? Um. All right. So I'm just looking at Pokemon Ranger right now. I don't know, maybe I'll do I some research later. Either. Yeah. Sue, so, so do you do you know anything about Pokemon Ranger in the Almia region? Is that what it's called, nope. the Almia? No. There's okay. three different ones because there's three Ranger games. Each is set in a different region. All right. Why am I on Wikipedia? I got to be on Bulbapedia. Fior is the one with Manaphy. All right. Which is the original Pokemon Ranger. All right. That's maybe... like the only one I ever even knew about. Yeah, me too. Maybe. <laughs> well, right. the second game is called Shadows of Almia, so it's it's Almia. This um, art looks I... so cool. I forget. I think it's like the Oblivia region or something. That's the third one, but I don't remember. I didn't. I, mean, I think I... that might be the one with the light gray. Mm. That okay. sounds familiar to me. Oblivia, yeah. It's an archipelago um, composed of several islands. Um, well, maybe no, it's not. Well, anyway, I just needed to research that to find out a little bit. But... All right, maybe we'll like, do a different episode me... on this. It doesn't feel like I feel like they could retcon that. Yeah, I agree. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what like we talked a little bit about this off camera, and that's kind of my thoughts mm -hmm. on the Ranger games. Is I think they're canon right now, but if Game Freak decided, hey, Gen Ten, sure. it would be really cool if we went back to Japan. Why don't we take one of these regions that was just used for that? Because think Dude, about that it, would Game be Freak has not made a a region based off of this area. This was creatures, right? So yeah. Game Freak has not touched this area. Look at this. Is this real? All right, this is just hilarious. Yeah, that's, um, that's I don't real. think that's real. But is this real? <laughs> that is real. That is uh, that is Omiya, I believe. Does this look familiar to you, Satami, with anything, any sort of geography in Japan? Yeah, that's Omiya. Let's see. Oh, it would be maybe like right here or maybe right here. No, that's Japan. I mean, that's Jodo. It's Japan. <laughs> yeah, that's um, Shikoku. You're near Sh Shikoku Here? if I... Uh, no, that's... Chukoku? this? There was Hiroshima up there, if that helps. Yeah, you're in the Chuhoku region, so that's uh, pretty much close to where I've got a uh, grayed out. Okay. Well, let's not... We don't, we don't, we don't need say, to derail anymore. I Hiroshima hasn't been uh, touched, has it? No. Yeah, yeah, Hiroshima hasn't been touched, but if they do do Hiroshima, they need to tread very carefully. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. yeah. In doing um, a little bit of research, it's the same way if they do Fukushima. Mm -hmm. If they do Hiroshima or Fukushima, they need to be very careful. Fukushima's the forest, right? No, Fukushima is um, okay. the location of the tsunami. Oh, Okay. Um, yeah, they probably would avoid those places, I would imagine. I think They'd they will... Be. I don't think they'll stand away from Fukushima. Um, yeah. Because it could also be good promotion for Fukushima, which is trying to kind of, like, revitalize. And it's yeah. done a good job. But they would need to tread carefully with storytelling. Yeah. Just so right. the families of the deceased... Mm -hmm. If they do anything like kind of like storyline with a natural disaster, mm -hmm, they need right. to be mindful of that. Yeah, naturally, yeah. So I'm looking at the orange region that you have here on this map, and I believe so. This the orange region is supposed to represent or is covered by Johto. 
Um, yes. I'm looking at uh, what do you call it? Ka- Kagawa and Tokushima. Shima, yep. So that so that's Cinnabar, not Cinnabar Island. That's um, that's Cinnabar. like yeah, Cinnawood, right? Think, and where yeah. the safari zone is. Yeah. I don't think so. Where is in Harko and Soul Silver? In Harko and Soul Silver, they add the safari zone to the left oh, yeah. of Simwood. So, like that little spot right here, the little island that yep. would be the World Islands. You got Cinnawood. Yes, Cinnabar, that's the Road Islands. Cinnawood. Okay. So, have the Naruto World Islands. Yeah. So, naturally, for me, what gets what's most exciting to me is like, all right, what do we know? Where have we seen glimpses of? Could they expand those in the future? I'm looking at this region right here, like, okay, what is. Could they expand the safari zone? Is there more land over there? Because that was a really cool part in addition to Heart Gold, Soul Silver. Like, there was a whole Very, bunch of areas to explore. That was the prettiest route in the it game. It was so arguably. gorgeous, right? I mean, it was such a pretty is route. There, is there mm-hmm. anything over here that you're familiar with that maybe they could add to mm-hmm. like, another Johto remake? They could add on to Ihime. Um, so that's another area... Like, you can see it right here next to Kagawa. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically... They got a bridge. Yeah, there's lots of bridges in that bridge. area. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just more nature kind of thing. Because it's a very much kind of like an island region, mm-hmm. you're made, mainly looking at nature. Okay. Um, that I recently so went to. I did actually go to Kagawa recently. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very kind of slow, relaxed countryside kind of vibes with a whole bunch of water. Yeah. Um, but really nice place. I recommend visiting if anybody has the time. Also, kind of like a big art scene. Okay. Surprisingly enough. Maybe that's maybe there's more Smeargol and it's not so rare. Um, Possibly. it is actually kind of interesting. I'm looking at the map right here and there, it seems like there's a lot of smaller islands kind of drawing a connection between, uh, Hime, is that how I say it? Mm-hmm. Between that region, right? And that this, it, cause it's kind of like an island. Um, but drawing connection between Hime and the mainland or, or Hiroshima and all these other locations, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of cool. Cause if we do have that whole location for like a new generation, for a new generation region, um, you know, if we are talking about Gen Ten, maybe that's where the Johto remake comes in. They right, you, you cross over and then you mm-hmm. explore the Johto region. Why? I yeah, even like if we if we do get a new gen with like a Pokemon, like a Japan based region, mm-hmm. if it is the Chukoku region of Japan, which is like Yamaguchi, Shimane, Hiroshima, Okayama, Totori. I'd say they'd also take a little bit of Shikoku, which would be Ihime and Kochi, because that hasn't been covered. I don't think they would add more from Johto. Like, I don't think they'd put Ihime or Kochi in Johto. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Like, sure. That it would be kind of like a bridge between the two. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking very similar to like how Kitakami had a lot of Sinnoh ties, but you don't go to Sinnoh. I could see like, you know, Gen 10 DLC, we go to Ihime and they kind of like say, hey, you know, Johto's just over there. You know, like Dusty, we had once talked about when we had Linky on, Linky had proposed like going to Niagara Falls in a Mm -hmm. Unova game and like seeing the Canada region in the distance, but not going going to it, but just kind of acknowledging 
that's another region mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Which even that is, I mean, that's not better than what we're talking about, but that that would at least feel. Actually, no, it wouldn't feel good at all because we kind of got that with Scarlet. No, and Violet. it'd be the same feeling. But yeah, we got that with Scarlet and Violet, where it's like they show <laughs> us, they go, "You see that landmass? Think about it. I want you to th- go sit on that rock and think about it for, <laughs> right? Just look at the Kalos region that you're not going to be going to. Right? Is it Kalos? Is it? Not it's not. Kalos? It's not. That's is what it, I'm it's, saying. It's not. Is it just a rock? Is it? Just, well, and then like you even it. have uh, in. When I first got to uh, Kitakami, I, you know, I'm on Karidon, I'm running around, and I was running down that road, and I just wasn't paying attention to the border, right? And you, you know, it's got that road continues on, but you obviously sure. stop further. And I joke with my wife, it was like a Looney Tunes cartoon, you know, where like they he draws the fake road yeah. on a brick wall, and that because that's exactly what happened. Karidon just bam right into the border. <laughs> <laughs> it's and and I would say like. Again, I'm looking at this map, right? If Japan is a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a lot of this right here. You mean Johto? What did I say? Japan? Sorry. Japan. Sorry. Yeah. If Johto is... Anonymous to you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. Uh, They both start with a J. That's why I keep saying that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, If Jason was... Yeah, right? (laughs) I feel like the the Johto, the size of Johto geographically would match up with the size of this landmass right here, which has got Fukuyama. Am I saying these right? I'm trying really hard. Fukuyama. Sorry, what did I say? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's early. I'm, just, I'm getting insecure now. But I, I, I feel like I feel like they're comparable sizes, right? So that's actually yeah. start, that's starting to feel, just looking at this, that's starting to feel like, okay, that actually would be the whole region. And I kind of like the layout. I don't think we've seen a Pokemon region laid laid out like this, where you've got this central landmass that would probably be like horizontal on the map. You get this lower region, which is below that, and then you have this. Look at this is where the Elite Four would be. Can you guys see this? This one little circle right here. I could. They can make that a li- maybe a little bit bigger. Or post game area. Yeah, it could be post game area, right? That's kind of cool. Well, yeah, and then I maybe ho- hope post game area would be to like dip your toe into into Johto. But that actually, I I could see that one, two, three. That's the world map. That's kind of cool. Do you think we'll ever do and that again? What do you think we will ever have a game where at the end of that game, playing through whatever region it is, like new region? I'm not talking about a Johto remake. I'm talking about a new region where at the end we go back and we visit Kanto, we visit Kalos, we visit Johto. And not a, not a part of it, not like Blueberry Academy where, like, oh, it's in Unova. I mean, yeah. like, a game where after I've beaten the Elite Four, I can go and I can do the eight gyms in Kanto. I want to say, yeah, I want to say yes because that sounds fun. But I think, <laughs> truthfully, the only so, – yeah, I feel like they would save that for DLC. And I feel like in well, in, that, that, I would count that. I would count that. I would count I a DLC where I return. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because at the end of the day, they've traded post game for that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Do you think there will ever be a DLC where we don't go to a piece yeah. of Unova called the Blueberry Academy, but we genuinely go to yes. Unova with Castelia and Nambasa? If it's DLC, I think yes. I think if it's DLC, really? yes. I think. I think the only. This is what I'm worried about. The only. The only criticism about Johto and the Gen 2 games is that it was it was like nerfed and truncated and be in it, it alone feels like a lesser region a smaller region because of 
them trying to include Kanto. So, and obviously that maybe isn't an issue in in 2024, right? Maybe that isn't an issue going forward. But mm-hmm. I would feel like they would need to make yeah, if it's a DLC and you pay for it and they're getting paid for it and it can be as expansive as ever, yeah, dude, that would be the coolest thing. Uh, I'm not denying it would be cool. I'm just I just Yeah, I think they could do it. I think they could I'm do on it. the fence if they I know they could. Honestly, I'm dude, on the fence if they ever would. I don't know. Johto, I personally don't yeah. think they would. Like, I'm, I'm apart from Johto, like, I feel like if they do a Johto game and don't include Kanto, people will be angry. So they'll right. do it for that reason. Why would but people be angry if they're that, not going back to Kanto? I feel like people would be angry if they went back that to with Johto. It's expected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is interesting, actually. I've never thought about that. If they do a Johto remake... Like again, they would definitely have to still put Kanto in it. I, I don't even know here. Unless it's like a legend around now. I'm thinking it, it's it's like a flip of the script, right? Jodo has always been had is always post game like you always go back to Kanto in post game. But what if Jodo is the post game area, right? Thematically, that makes sense if you're going to return to Jodo or make another Jodo game, and you don't want it to be a boring BDSP style game. It actually would make thematically. Right to go back to a region, but have Jodo be the region you go back to, which it I does, think would be way more. Why did they not do that with Kanto? Why, or like, with they had two opportunities to do that with Kanto: Fire Red, Leaf Green. Yeah, no Jodo post game. Um, I then think that's, let's go Pikachu and Eevee. No Jodo post game. I don't think Fire Red, Leaf Green was ever going to be that because of just when that came out. And I think, I think let's go Pikachu and Eevee could have been that. Um, but there, the, you know. They specifically made that to introduce the core series games to Pokemon Go players. So they were trying to make the most authentic, close to the originals, right? That's the good soup, right? That's the that's the good soup. Original game. soup, original taste. Right? Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm talking a lot. I'm getting excited. I like that idea a lot. I like that idea a lot. Yes, yeah, so you haven't said. Do you think it happened? I don't. I don't think that they would do it. I, I don't either. M- mostly for the the sake of making money i think like you can sell a whole new region you know yeah I don't... that's pretty much my fault line too yeah that's the main bigger money makers out sure. yeah, bigger, bigger money makers out there yeah yeah now maybe they would take like a little part of a region and visit revisit a small right part i mean they honestly kind yeah. of did that they're kind of doing that with you know uh univa now right like yeah but... academy is in the univa region it's like you said, though. It's like it's a new thing. Like, what if they yeah. went back to, like, an old place? You know, like... Uh, like, the Safari Zone is right here. Like, that would make sense if this is the new region and you go, oh, well, we share a Safari Zone with Johto, right? And you explore that whole new... But only this. It's not the World Islands. It's not... Mm. Cin- exactly. Maybe yeah, that's the only way I could cin- see it cin- ever cin- happening like that. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. could be wrong. Or it's like, at the end, like, they're like, oh, Pokemon's ending. <laughs> and they're That's like let's just give us we'll, let's give we'll us get, give we'll the get our thing. game with all the regions <laughs> yeah. yeah what is that game? Our grandchildren have grandchildren <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. we probably won't even be alive at that point but i know it's it kind of, that's honestly the worst thing about pokemon success is that we're not going to see the end of it whatever i mean i will i'm i'm much younger than you too so <laughs> like your favorite pokemon could be in gen 20 and you're not going to live to see it Actually, no. You no. We'll we'll live to see. We'll Gen see Gen twenty. Gen twenty is what every twenty times thirty. That's in sixty years. We'll be ninety. I'll be ninety. See, I don't. I just don't that know. If it lasts that long. Can we move? I don't on? know if it lasts. That oh, long. that hurt. That hurt. Gen twenty. Wait, no, no. It would be. It would be thirty more years. You'd be sixty. 
No, what is it? Tw- what's 20 times Because Gen what's 10's 20 times about three? to come out. What's 20 times 20 three? Times th- 20 times 3 is 60. Yeah. I'm, tw- I'm going to be 30 this year. No, but you're saying Gen 20, though. What did I say? Gen 20, oh, that's yeah, 10 right, more right, you're right, you're right, gens right, right. from now. You're right. That's Gen 30. You're talking about Gen 30. You will be 90 when Gen 30 Oh, that's comes good. Out. As long as I can live through Gen 20. Like, the vi- like I'm, I want the ad revenue of that year. Bro, I do not <laughs> know. The revenue of that year. <laughs> Jesse, uh, welcome back. I'm uh, Dusty Go Go. Welcome to my headcanon. <laughs> oh, man. The headcanon might be a little yeah, crazier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my headcanon's like, Bailey, I need yeah. my pills. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Skid is a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, making man. stuff up but it's like i'm not actually doing it in good fit his I, I'm tweets are now his videos <laughs> that's actually that, no that's gen 10 that's gonna happen in gen 10 pretty soon oh um, good by Miss. the time we get to gen 20 we'll have like 50 new forms of charizard i know we really oh, yeah. cool, i'm yeah. ready for him so we need charizard fusions armored charizard we instead need... of our hidden power question we'll be asking people which yeah, what Charizard, 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 Charizard is your favorite? Yeah, what's your hidden Charizard? What's your hidden Charizard? <laughs> the Charizard oh type will God. be a thing. Yeah, 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 bro, that's so funny. Ugh. Isn't it cool to think about that? Because now that we do this weekly podcast, it's like somehow we fit like seventy episodes in a year. So think about how many episodes we're gonna have in Gen fifteen. These guys are gonna bro, hate me insane. by then. They'll be out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be Dusty and uh, two other people. We don't know yeah. who yet. They probably aren't even on YouTube. That's yet. true. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna just like, yeah, that's true. Maybe <laughs> Grandpa. I'm telling you, Sue Tommy. I'm gonna need some help soon. <laughs> I don't know. She's like, I'm not helping you. <laughs> She's like, I'm here for soul. I up my son. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's a, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh... I'm already too old, so he can take over my mantle. There you go. You have Dusty. And uh, what will his YouTube name be? What's his favorite Pokemon? Yeah, because maybe it's the Japanese version of that. That's cool. He likes Kangaskhan. Oh, Kangaskhan! That already exists. That's a YouTuber. And oh, Pichu. Pichu is cool. Pichu is a base choice. Yeah, but it's also I love Pichu. I would advise against it because Pichu is so like common, and there's so much SEO Mm. around it already. It might not feel unique. I think Kagaskan is a good choice. Dusty's already giving YouTube advice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, giving advice YouTube advice like, for a four-year-old. Kayla right? already has Pichu, right? Well, so what's Kangaskhan's Japanese name? Garula. Garula? Mm. Oh, that's cool. Garula. What's his Welcome name? back, everyone. What's his name? I'm Garula. Today we're getting I can see it. Yeah. It's going to be Japanese, no, no. probably. That's true, yeah. The Japanese equivalent of that. There you yeah. go. That's gonna be cool. We have to have him on. He can then. do it in both. Yeah, he can do it in both. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's really cool. All right, so let's take a look at this map again. I'm actually having a lot of fun with this. Um, so I don't want to. I don't want to breeze over Kanto. You got to go back to Kanto. There. All right, so Kanto's. Yeah, so let's do that. Let's do Kanto. What would you like See, to I say? I don't know if you had. Yeah, it was a region. It was. It indeed was. It was a region we've seen several times. So how how about this? <laughs> let's lead. Let's lead with this question. The Oh, actually, Kanto's over here. So Kanto, the number one, the first game, first game re- uh, based, first region based in Japan. What, what locations that exist in the real life Kanto or the regions, the areas that are based or included in Kanto, 
Like, what's mm-hmm. not included? What could be added? We get a Kanto remake. Let's say 2025, we get a Kanto remake. Oh, be real. We get a Kanto remake in Gen 10. I know. Um, I think it's coming up sooner than you think. It's not going to be got... Gen 25. No. We've got all of the prefixes covered. So okay. there's some representative from every prefecture. Yeah. There's, of course, like landmarks or local attractions or whatever that aren't there which can be added if they feel like it, it like that would be kind of a case of like shoehorning things in mm-hmm. um if they do yeah. add to canto it's not going to be anything geographical basically okay. how do you mean by that um so like i said anything they do add will be like shoehorned locations or if kind of like the world is ever changing, places are changing, new attractions, new things are being made, all of that. They can add to stuff as Kanto, the real Kanto, because it's called Kanto. Yeah. In the Pokemon world and in real life. I see. Um I like to imagine other than that. So does this um let me just something I was thinking about recently, right? Uh the Kanto games are grid based, all of them. They're, they're grid-based. There's no open-world Kanto game. And when I imagine a new Kanto game that is, that is possibly open-world and you can actually move in any direction, there's so many areas in Kanto, in the one, the region that we know in-game, that hasn't been explored. And I don't know if this is what you mean by shoehorning, but right, like this whole strip from Cinnabar all the way to Pewter City, right? what if you can go to the left and right? What if you can go un- swim uh, or surf underneath the biking, uh, the the bike road, right, uh, or cycling mm-hmm. road, right. What if you can like? There's all this surf area over here. What is what is in the mountains? Why can't we traverse more of the mountains around Mount Silver and uh, Victory Road, right? What about this whole section mm-hmm. between Pewter, like like uh, the underground route of the Diglett Cave, right? What if we're just walking above that? Like you know what I'm saying? There's so many areas mm. that we have not seen canonically in the game that maybe are covered in the anime or whatever, or maybe there, you know, maybe there's real life locations that could be included. And I feel like that's where a lot of the opportunity is uh, for a new mm. Kanto game, a remake. I want to go to Pokemon Land from the anime yeah. with the giant robot Pokemon. Mm. <laughs> is that the one where like you had the giant? Uh... Venusaur and all that. Yeah, yeah. and they were oh, talking. Yeah. Yep. yeah, there was a there was a wishing star that crashed yeah. on that island, and then Dynamax exists. Then also, uh, the 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 rock where it was that, uh, or it was a cliff rather, and there's that ghost of that woman there, and she like Lord Brock oh. and James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that near Lavender Town? Um, it. It was like in that arc where they got shipwrecked um, from the SSN oh. and were just kind of traveling back to, I guess, mainland Kanto, I guess. Okay. But uh, I, I, there's a lot of cool anime locations. Yeah. that I, I want to see the Orange Islands. For sure, yeah. The Sevi Islands are not good right. enough. Give me Orange Islands. So if there's the yeah, so can can you tell us a little bit about the inspiration of the of the of the Sevi Islands? Because those what, what, is, that, is that is that Okinawa? I don't know much about. Um, no, Okinawa is actually uh, in Hoenn. Yeah, Hoenn. That's right. Okay. Even though geographically it's kind of a bit more in the middle, but yes, yeah. 
Okinawa is in Hoenn. It's where the leg is. Right here. Yeah. If I remember correctly. That's where the what is? Um, League. League. Oh, the league okay. And all that. Oh, that's interesting. All right. If I remember correctly. Yeah. So, so like let I me said, pull up on the map. Hoenn, my memory is quite bad. But so the yeah. Sevi Islands are based on Oshima, Toshima, Nijima, mm. Kozushima, and mm. Miyaki. I'm doing pretty good. Mikurajima. <laughs> okay. That's pretty Maybe good. Not so good on That's that seven islands, so that would make sense. Um, yeah. Do the orange islands? Do we know if they have any origins? I mean, I guess there's it's more. Anime. There's even more down here. Right. It's anime, so like they could very well. It could be anywhere. You know, like I yeah. mean, the Dark Rye movie is set in Sinnoh, but the location is very clearly inspired by uh, Barcelona, I believe, in Spain. Interesting. We made it up. They made it up. They made it up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do have one question because I we might have moved past it, but um, Sinjo. Oh on, yeah, on your map yeah. too. I don't know. Sinjo I always wonder. Is a fun thing. Yeah. Sinjo is a very fun topic because a lot of people, I've heard say, because it's like Sino and Johto, they must be connected. But mm-hmm. if you look at the real world Japanese map, they're nowhere near connected. Okay. Um, so it's basically a battle, a debate on whether you're going to look at it strictly from a Japanese geographical perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like some dimension or something that connects the two or whatever, because it's Pokemon you don't know. Yeah. Right. Um, that kind of stuff is completely legitimately plausible nowadays. Um, it really does make yeah. sense. So do we think, so, I mean, do we actually believe, because I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's canon. Do we actually believe that like the Japanese Pokemon regions are in the Pokemon world and placed geographically, like identically to the real world Japan? There's a lot of signs pointing to yes. Yeah. But there Kanto, are Joto being one of detractions. But yeah. I'm pretty sure Hoenn was supposed to be... I thought Hoenn kind of shares a border to Kanto. That's how I kind of understood it, which is maybe where they put it, because it is kind of like an island. And then That, that was never stated, I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it lines and up with the location good, of Okinawa. Another kind of good hint that it is like more based on the Japanese real map is the fact that... Um, Recently, actually, Blood Moon Ursaluna Ursaluna was able to swim from Hisui to uh, Kitakami. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which Um, would make sense, yeah. Yeah, like I said, once again, pimping that Ursaluna video I did, go check it out. It's really good. I worked really hard on it. Um, There'll be a link in the description. Thanks. Um, it is actually a plausible distance in the real world Japan for a bear to swim if they really want to survive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we have Sinnoh um, right here. Kitakami's right here. So we'd have to well, swim this gap. Not, ooh, not to like we, spoil the when, video, but she, she's like puts exactly where it could have swam. It's oh. like, it makes so much sense too. Yeah. Also, if it went straight from the Crimson Mirelands to the nearest landmass, it wouldn't have made it. So it would have needed right. to travel through history to get there. Oh, mm-hmm. you're saying it'd Once be... Once again, check out the video. Okay. Yeah. And is that yeah. where the Crystal Lake kind of comes in? Being so 
So far uh, north. So the straight, like the section of sea that uh, Ursula would have needed to swim starting from, like the landmass that it would have started from to the landmass where it would have ended up at, uh, it connects to, like it has a little river kind of going into Lake Usuri. Okay. You See. once stated on Twitter uh, that you had your head cannon was that this Ursaluna was the noble Ursaluna, and I so adore that. That, that mm, I had never thought about that, agree. but when you would post, I think I even commented on your post. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is my head cannon now." I mean, that mm. I love <laughs> that so much. I just cool. we were talking about Ursaluna. I had to bring that up. I love that. And if yeah. that's yeah, true, I that would suggest. If that's true, then yeah. that would suggest the other nobles possibly have additional forms if they were to, mm. if they were able to survive. But I think Ursaluna's survival very much depended on the water source coming from the crystal pool down into the timeless woods. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, once again, watch the video. Yeah, and yeah, it'll I'll be explain why. Yeah. You explained so much in it. I I wouldn't expect you to explain it all here, but there, I worked you, really, really hard yeah, on that. There's a lot. There's a lot in it. So so where is Sinjo though? Because I don't really know. As like so, when I was younger, I was like before I knew any of this stuff, I was like, hmm. it's just like underground. It's like underground. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, like as you can see thing. with that map, it shows it as basically being North. off the map. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't it's make not... sense really, because if we pull yeah. up if we pull up your map, right, the, I guess it'd be. It's just not possible. It would like need to here. be somewhere, yeah, in Ishikawa, which also doesn't make sense. What is this, um, uh, what is this right here, this little island? Oh, it's just an up. island off Niigata. Okay. The Sinjo yeah. ruins probably aren't an island. No. Um, no. Like I said, for me, the it... most logical thing would be like a dimensional pocket or something like that. Sure. Because mm, we're neat. talking about Arceus here, so yeah, I would Arceus can do whatever. So how do wants. how do you actually like in game, how do you get to the Sinjo ruins? Is it a transportation kind of thing? You fly yeah, there? Yeah, Arceus just teleports you. Is that what happens? Yeah. Okay, then yeah, then okay, that would make sense. Because honestly, if it even if it's not one to one, um the, you know, the the Pokemon region the Pokemon Japan and the real life Japan. Um, I would say if this is Johto, this orange and the green is Sinnoh, then it really just could be a location. Even if we were transported, it could just be a region, a uh, location anywhere between this gray and blue. That's what I would think. Just mm-hmm. any, anywhere in this like Northern it- part of Japan. And it could be like this little bunker. Maybe you can only access it through teleportation, but I kind of do like the teleportation. It being a, just a different dimension. That is also well, kind of cool. Who knows? Maybe it could be somewhere in the crystal pool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, crazy. literally, like I just said, with Arceus, it could be anything. I mean, this yeah. is what it it's looks just... like. This is what we know it to look like, mm. which is just a bunch of snow, which would suggest that it's up north somewhere um, near Sinnoh, obviously. So much, if that so would make nostalgia. sense, it would make... Uh, if it would be like that, it would make sense that it would be in Hokkaido because it's a very like heavy snowfall kind of yeah. area. Um, yeah, absolutely. Maybe I'm like, due a re- Why I'm again, due... we're going quite a far away from Johto, but yeah, teleportation due... and all that jazz. What do you do I need for to replay? Replay Soul Silver. Yeah, 
We should well, like, I, just I also that. think it you know, it talks about how it's like supposed to be in between Sino and Jodo. That also could be just a talk of culture, right? Because there's a lot of mm-hmm. cultural connections between Sino. You that's where the unknown, there's a lot of stuff there, but then also uh primordial chaos, there's also stuff with them there. So I mean it's it's literally a tie between the Sino mm-hmm. and Jodo cultures. And you could also look at it as not only being between Sino and Johto, like through culture and all of that, or through distance or whatever, it could also be through time. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. There could be a dement, uh, like a time rift or something, and maybe sometime in the past or sometime in the future when land breaks down and all that, maybe the two float closer together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But and I would then also go say. Years in the future and then that area becomes a ruins we just that's true yeah there's so many possibilities and we saw a lot of ruins in hisui so Mm. it's possible i mean but so this is a map i think this is from from the gen 3 era of kanto this is an official pokemon map of kanto and you can see a little bit of mount silver and um and the you know the uh the victory road etc um but you can see all of these mountains are depicted right and i don't know if this is still canon Mm. Oh no! This is Harcourt Soul Silver art. This is Kanto, um, and they depict all of these mountains up here, which I don't actually think is depicted on the real life. I guess if so, hold on. I just went way up. Kanto's here, roughly. Mm-hmm. Japan, uh, Johto's here. So you do. Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it could be really anywhere up here, possibly. There is a very well known like mountain path in the Kanto region. Mm. Um, it's called the Ochibu or something like that. Ochibu mountain path. And it's like a whole bunch of mountains that stretch, that stretch across from Saitama to Guma to Nagano. Mm. Um, but if I remember correctly, that's actually kind of like the basis, not the basis, but it's got inspiration in Viridian forests. Because this mountain range is quite a large mountain range, and it has a lot of forest areas inside. So, but that's the only massive kind of mountain range that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, Pokemon there's a, after all. There's a lot of questions. <laughs> so, do you? I know it, you. It I, makes it whole bunch. I know you said not to put you on the spot about Hoenn, but is there anything you can tell us about Hoenn, or maybe just set up, explain? Um, is there anything at all? I know you said not to put you on the spot. Well, it's, I mean, home, Hoenn's... Let me put you on the spot. If you don't home. have anything, <laughs> yeah, that's. Fine. I'm trying um, to say it's fine, but we need to <laughs> touch on it so people can So, Hoenn is based off the Kyushu region. Okay. Um, you can see here the biggest text here, Kumamoto. That's the capital city. Okay. And that's the basis of... Lav- mm. uh, what is it? What's the main... The, the main city? city? Yeah. Uh, Lumino, what's the main city? Marvel is the hub. Um, it could be Mazdeep. Uh, or um, the, the Lilico, Slateport. Rustboro? Rustboro uh, no, is Rustboro also is big. something else because Rustboro is based off a kind of like old town. I don't remember the name of the town, but it had, it used to be a mining town, mm. but the mines closed down like half a century ago or something. Interesting. And yeah, the, the, the central town is Mavo. Then. 
Um, but yeah, Loveridge City is based off Loveridge, a city okay. in Kumamoto. And it's very famous for its hot springs. Um, mm. One of my friends actually is from that area. That's why I know about that. Otherwise, I'd know nothing. <laughs> That's fine. We touched on I, it. But she said the hot springs in Aso City are lovely. I didn't know this, but recently Instagram has been like pushing. You know how like they push ads or all that stuff? Yeah. But they, they push like other people's accounts, right? Yeah. I keep getting like Japanese ones, probably because my phone hears me talking about this stuff. <laughs> and I keep getting Japanese like uh like photographers and stuff, and I followed a whole bunch of them. A couple of those have popped up in my feed. Yeah, they're so good. But mm-hmm. all this to say, I didn't know that there's like islands all the way down, like way further down into the Pacific lower. And mm-hmm. they're like here. gorgeous islands. And I Oh, they're really nice. Yeah, I had never known that Japan had those. And when I thought I thought about it and I was like is this kind of what Hoenn's supposed to be based off of? And yeah. I I don't really know because I haven't played oh, Hoenn. Oh, yeah, game, look at all so. over here. Mm. It goes all the way to um, Taiwan. I just, a lot I always of heard. The isle, like, a lot of the smaller islands in Japan, not all of them, but a good number of them, they kind of steer somewhat away from because the own, like the ownership of some of those mm. islands are very heavily disputed. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I won't go into detail of it here, but like, there's a lot of political Naturally. fighting over some of the islands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but so you can see, um, what's a clear map to look at? This is, I think, Gen three. But you can mm. see. Yeah, because I w- I was always told that Hoenn was like a tropical region. I'm like, how? Is. How it's is so tropical? tropical? Yeah, and it's a yin and yang. So like, the left half of the map is this like curve of land, and then the right half is a curve of of like of water and ocean Nat- you, naturally for the land and yeah like and you Kyogre, can and this is it right here right this is the land mm-hmm. half and then the water half would be right here but i think actually it's true i think a lot of these islands even if they're not directly these islands i feel like what they did is maybe wrap them around this way mm-hmm. wrap the islands mm-hmm. this way so you actually have like landing routes and you can see mm-hmm. that right here right these these mm-hmm. islands are whoosh, it just kind of like goes all the way around here if you look at that map and the actual real world map, you can see that like the shape of it is the same, but just kind of like flipped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like our perspective. Yeah, if you were to just turn mm. this just a little bit, but it's shaped the same exact way. That's, that's yeah. a great point. Yeah, and that's why I think I'm really, this is getting me excited to make a video. Um, this is, I think, I think it makes sense. Like if we're looking at a Japanese region, a new Japanese region, it probably would geographically look pretty similar to I, whatever it's based on. So I, I love go, this one. To two, go three. on that point, like I used to think that Gen 10 would be a Japanese region, region and we I still am like, year, yeah. yeah, I still think it's possible. I just, with the whole Kitakami thing, it's like, maybe, maybe less, that, yeah. yeah, it's a little less, but I look at it. Maybe they they don't do this part because there there are parts of Japan that they could still go back to, right? Yeah. But maybe they don't do this part, but they actually fill in the rest of like Tohoku, like they do like mm-hmm. yeah. That See, that's what I was thinking. We've got two kind of like plausible options for a new Japanese region. Let's go. One being like the Yamaguchi Shimane Totori, like the Chuhoku region with a little bit of Shikoku. Or we just build on what we already know from Kitakami and kind of like fill out the Tohoku region. Because mm-hmm. like the reference to Akita is very mi- minimal. 
Right. Like, basically, the reference to Aomori, Irate, and Akita are all very kind of minimal because, let's admit it, although a great DLC, in my opinion, anyway, uh, the Kitakami, what we've seen of it, has been rather small. Yes. And we have nothing from Yamagata, Miyagi, Fukushima, Niigata. So maybe what we saw of Kitakami was just a very small part of its existence. Totally. That's, that's can, where I would put my mind. I've been, I've been thinking for a while it would be really cool if I'm actually like been drafting a video on it. But if Gen 10 is like Tohoku base and Kitakami is a part yeah. of that region, you know? Yeah. yeah and like this whole time, yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where like, you know how people went back and saw that there was a Gigantamax Toxtricity poster yeah. in um, Alola. It'd be like, now you go back and you realize, oh my gosh, the Scarlet and Violet DLC was so much bigger than we thought because they were straight up letting us visit yeah. the Gen 10 region. Just like yeah. just like the Indigo Disc is a hint at a possible Gen 5 remake, right? Both right. of those could be true. That's a great point. It would Basically, be very... it was like an early on-hands playtest for all of yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. It'd be epic, and I can still see it happening just because it's Gen 10, it's the 30th. You know, like, both of those are huge, and, you know, going back to Japan, back to their roots would make a lot of sense. Yeah, I wonder, though, because it's... Still it's, a very big possibility. Because there's really only a limited amount of areas that they could uh, base a Pokemon region off of in Japan, right? There's maybe three here that they could possibly do. Um they would also want to just kind of limit it. Like, I don't think we're going to get a Jap- Japanese region that's going to take up more than... I don't know. I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they would want to, like, ration them off for future milestones, right? Gen 15, Gen 20, or whatever it mm. is. Yeah. Interesting. See, like, sure. I think they probably went a bit too overboard in Gen 1 and Gen 2 because they yeah. just honestly didn't know it was going to go mm-hmm. as long as it did. Because yeah. if you look at it, they could have got away without having Kagura and... Tokushima in Johto. They yeah. could have got away without like having Aichi and Shizuoka in Kanto or even without having Gifu and Toyama, I think, um, mm-hmm. in Johto. Because Johto could have very easily have just been Wakayama, Nara, Osaka, Miyashiga, Johto, and Hyogo. Yeah. But they added on to it more than they needed to. Yeah, and I totally agree. And if they agree. hadn't put Gifu and Toyama in there, you could have had Fukui, Gifu, Toyama, Ishikawa as one prefect, as one region. You could have had Ihime, Kochi, Tokushima, and Kagara with a little bit of building could have been its own region. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's like you said, I think at the beginning they just didn't know. Like, I just the whole Kanto region yeah. in the games... It's like so small in scale, like tiny, mm. but there's so much in mm. the actual land of Japan there that they could have. That's why I feel like. Right that's why I feel like if we do get a, a Kanto remake, right, that's scaled up and is an actual open world game, right, and we're able to explore a lot of these areas around it, they could just they mm. could just pad it out, right, and it doesn't. It, I mean, of course, it would be a little bit of a retcon, but I don't think they need to. Uh, I don't think they need to break anything. They can just add to it, right? Because there's so much yeah. there that is already totally. inspiring it. Yeah, I, I think 
what they will do if they do do that is, like I said, it's not going to be any like real major important land points or whatever. It's mainly sure. going to be like wild areas that you can just stroll mm-hmm. through happily, yeah. looking at random Pokemon, thinking, "Oh, that's cool." Legends yeah, Arceus really did a the... really good job with that. I think. Yeah, you mm-hmm. kind of forgot where you even were. You're like, "This is somewhere I've been." It looks feels so different. Mm-hmm. Those are really the options because we've moved on to like open world Pokemon games now. So if they ever wanted to like do a Gen 10 yeah. Japan, it would have to be an open world version. Or if they wanted to, the other option would be like doing a, a Legends Arceus thing where they go to like Kanto, but it's like the same thing, but completely different. Yeah. Almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they just made them all open areas of Kanto, but they're still called the same thing, but it's not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's interesting. Like if they, if they do ever do a Legends Kanto, I hope it would be more future based. Mm-hmm. I think that yeah. would be a lot more of an interesting story for Kanto, especially since you can explore Kanto's past through a Legends Johto game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if we were to do Legends Johto, I think the most interesting option would have been around the Meiji Revolution. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, where sure. it was changing from like the more standard historical shogunate, uh, samurais and all of that kind of era to the more modern uh, opening up the gates for the Western world kind of yeah. thing. And because like looking at Japan at that time period, you've got Edo, which is now Kyoto, and um, Nara, which was the original capital before Kyoto became the capital, they were kind of like very old school ways of thinking. So you'd probably kind of have like Johto versus Kanto, old ways of thinking versus new ways of thinking. Right, right. I I love it. I I need that. I would like, love that. I'm a huge fan of like the Shinsengumi stories. Mm. So uh, basically the Shinsengumi were a gang, not a gang, but kind of like a group of samurais, high-level samurais. And That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah, they they had a really cool outfit and there's like some really famous names of members of that and they've got a really really long story i'll make a video about it one day that's really on cool. how it could impact the pokemon world but it would that'd be a cool evil team i think they're uh, they're kind of thought of as they're like characters. looking back okay. now they've got a like very kind of romanticized mm-hmm, kind of yeah thought like you get a lot of them in like the otome games and sure all of that so um i don't know if they'd necessarily make them evil yeah it's not i wasn't thinking evil i was thinking the fact that they would have a uniform right yeah that's what i was mostly thinking about uh look up the shinsengumi let me see how do you spell it and you'll see how cool their uniform uh s r s h i n n s e n s e n gumi g u m i is correct yep it's an anime inspo okay yeah they have a lot of anime base but it's yeah the blue like jackets with the hakama pants and all of that cool 
That's really cool. They could honestly like Game Freak can always go back to Japan and like rehash it out. You know, that's what I'm true. Saying? They could like, they could even just make up a new hmm. section. They hmm. can, yeah. It's that's the that's another thing too. Is like it's not like they don't have creative liberties to just be like we're gonna just create a whole new place here. Yeah, right. like it could really exist in a different right. dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, well, and even they could. At a they could dimension. very similar to how Kitakami, like you talked about, small but seems to be pulling you know some stuff from Akita and uh, Iwe. Is it um, Iwate? Iwate. Okay. So, um, but it's it's smaller than that. You know, it's incredibly small. They could always go. Okay, we're going to do a Tohoku based region, but there's this region, there's this town or landmark in the Kanto region that we didn't pull from when we did red and blue. Yeah. And I'd really like to, and they could just throw it in, you know, mm. they, they do, like you said, Sol, they have those like creative liberties where they can do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, there's not many bamboo forests in Paudea yeah. you know, and real world Paudea. Would right? they, I mean, would, I don't know. That's interesting. Could they just create like a new landmass? Like, yeah, they can do whatever they want. That's true. <laughs> or, what is, or what is this up like, here? Is this yeah. Russia? Yeah. Okay. That's, that bottom part is, if I'm not mistaken, we're not going to be that seeing the... that soon in the Pokemon world. Sure, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't isn't the bottom part of Russia, or isn't it like the the fight area of Sinnoh is technically based off of Russia? Oh, or true. Part of Russia. That I thought does, I've that heard that. That could be completely wrong. It could. No, it might also be this right here. Interesting. I don't know. The it closest thing we'll get to Russia sense. representation, looks... though, is Hisuian Breviary. Yeah, but also yeah. there's there's three islands right here. One, two, three. And I think they, they configure a little bit differently. Sinnoh uh, map. Um, yeah, they configure a little bit differently, but it does look like that. If they were bent, oh, yeah, they like one, bent two, three. And then I see... I don't even know where that was. I don't know, though, one, because two, the other map, they show it. It looks just like that part of Russia. <laughs> it looks just it like... It does. Yeah, you're right. You're totally right. Yeah, one, it, it, it's kind of like that hook. Or that, uh, yeah. it kind of loops. Mm. Looks like this. Yeah, I had heard somewhere, but it, you know, I don't remember where that. Um, I've definitely heard of that before. It was. Like, this is the most modern based off uh, of modern part of Russia. I think on the modern map, you don't see it. Yeah, even on that map, it doesn't. It's not like it's attached. It just. It's not like an island. It's attached to it something. It is. Yeah, it goes up. It goes more mm. upwards. Even even Sino does though. Yeah. Even so it's saying Sinnoh. the Sino battle zone according to uh, this this form. So obviously take with a grain of salt. But sure. you know these people are like breaking down things and saying this is based off of this. They're saying that area is supposed to be like the bottom hook of Russia. That's crazy, but fun. It's Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> it's not Pokemon. It's, it's bigger. Than I that. said that like three times in this, but it is. It's like it's great because it pulls from real world stuff, but mm-hmm. ultimately a fantasy world. So it's it's cool to. Yeah, like I love. Ah oh man, and they've done such a good job at doing this kind of stuff recently. Like I, I mentioned, Hisui and Braviary. It's actually really cool that, given its description and what it's based off of, because it's it's based off of bird that flies to Japan from Russia. Yeah. Uh, it's actually not a Hisuian Braviary. It's actually a whatever Russia is in Braviary, yeah. you know? That part of Russia. Right. Because <laughs> it's like, you know. Well, yeah. the, the, I mean, we talked about yeah, this. Yeah, that's a, true. We talked about this on a... Actually, it's going to be an upcoming episode. Um, but I, I, I definitely think a lot of these, like, names, Hisuian, you know, Galarian, all of these, f- like, 
names of regional Pokemon are kind of arbitrary, and it's just an interpretation based on when these Pokemon are first Yeah, it's just where they were first spotted, right? Like, I mean, uh, you know, they refer to, in Alola, they canonize that not only is Alolan Meowth called Alolan Meowth, but also they, in that game, refer to the Gem 1 Meowth as Cantonian Meowth, canonizing that that is a Cantonian form. But... That Meowth is found in the wild in Johto. It's found in the wild in uh, even Paldea. It's just, it was first discovered in Kanto. So it's a Cantonian. I mean, Alolan Executor is the biggest. Yeah. uh, Right. But also in the real world, like there are, like I can't think of it right now, but I feel like there'll be like the, like the American Eagle or the American whatever. Mm. And it's just something that's found in the American Buffalo. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Um, True. true. Maybe those things show up in other, right. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. The American alligator. Yeah. I'm making that. They're not just in the Nile. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And if you don't believe me, you're in. The Nile. Fun little. (laughs) Fun, fun. Um, Um, Yeah. I know that Sue loves Johto. I don't know if you wanted to say anything more on Johto or, you know, the whole. Oh, give me a minute and I'll talk about Johto as much as you want. Actually, um, I just figured you would want to talk about it a lot, so we kind of brushed over it. Um, whatever you want. I'm ca- I'm kind of curious about uh, I'm kind of curious about like if we were to return like so so the first four Pokemon regions, honestly, all of them mm-hmm. except for Kitakami, um, they don't actually have gimmicks, right? We didn't start seeing mm-hmm. gimmicks until Gen Six. Uh, we do see in Kitakami that there is terrestrialization. Um, and that's probably we don't know what the effect we don't know what the cause is of that canonically, um, but I'm wondering if we do go back to uh, if we get a new Japanese region, what kind of gimmick could we potentially see? Is there anything? In, are there any? Well, technically, we've points seen of Megas in Kanto now. That's a good point. Yeah, you're right. We have seen that. Yeah, and and we no, saw that in Hoenn yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's it'd a really be, good. It'd point. be hard to say just like what gimmicks or what to you know. Well, what, what I'm thinking is like, are, are there any? Yeah, I mean, we can just brainstorm right now. Or uh, I'm just curious, like maybe there's no answer, but is there any sort of, I don't know, is there any sort of like theming in Japan well, with, that sticks out where you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. That could be something. Maybe it, maybe it is what you were saying earlier. And it could be like armor forms. I don't know. Yeah, I was actually going to exactly mention that. Um, Going on to armored forms like the full body armor that they used yeah. to wear, and maybe the um, thing there is that it's not like that could be the first phenomenon that's not uh, organic. Maybe it, maybe mm. there is, and I feel like that is a a big theme with Kanto and Johto. It's like industrialization versus the mm. natural uh, in 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 the natural world, and there's heritage um, tradition. Mm. So that that would actually be pretty cool, and we've seen that as far back as like. What what gen what movie was that in where we first saw like armored Pokemon? I guess the first. I movie. mean, there was the armored Mewtwo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. But then Lucario, and, like, you Mr. Mew. Look they at it. Yeah, you could also look at it as kind of like another past. Like if you're looking not at a new region, but looking at Johto and Kanto again, um, you could also look at it as a more kind of like. Not real world, but like you know how the paradox are kind of like an in between kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, for armored forms, you could have it as like a more kind of like real past and future forms. Yeah. Like with the more old style natural armor, 
That's really cool. But it wouldn't be paradox. It would be. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. It's like a theming of armored. Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of. And maybe there are maybe there's two different teams, right? And they're like one's Armors like and tradition, tradition, and all that. And one mm-hmm. is like looking for it. It's almost like a steam. I'm thinking of like steampunk, steampunk mm-hmm. Pokemon modifications. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like it what, would be uh, like you're, it's you're modified, describing... but not to the point of like an actual paradox, future paradox, because that's right. kind of like an extreme biological. Level. Yeah, right. More kind of like a that's kind of cool. Not you're... natural because you're still altering the makeup of a Pokemon. But if you look at it, like there's some thought theories that paradox Pokemon are dreams or like mm-hmm. illusions and created by the mind rather than by reality. Whereas, like, real future Pokemon that have been altered by man truly would be a little bit more realistic. Mm-hmm. It's and... like imagining a robot, but actually building the robot. Yeah, that's cool. What were you going to say, Lumi, earlier? You were like... Oh, I was saying, like, the the plot that you were describing, Dusty, is, like, exactly what I remember everyone thought galler was going to be yeah yeah the until we found out that's yeah. not what galler was going to and be it does line up canonically with the armored mewtwo that was like reintroduced through pokemon Go, right which is right. honestly Everybody that is really was like cool. armored forms are coming and well and then there was and a that is what pokemon... leak yeah. where they said the next pokemon games are going to be called sword and shield they're set in the uk For armored armors. forms yeah. and it just happened to be a really lucky guess on yeah. the first two and, and it is true it's like that is what mewtwo is right there's a lot of pokemon that are inspired by like uh, genetic modification or human, just like intervention. So that's that's that would be a really cool thing, and be it'd be a lot, it'd be less fantastical, but I think it'd be really cool. Mm. What do you guys thinking? Do you have any other things you want to talk about? Uh, I was thinking if you wanted to say something about Johto. <laughs> so I want to talk about Johto. Yeah, if she has anything, I know yeah. she loves it. That's all. Um. But. Basically, yeah, Johto's the best. <laughs> if you come to Japan, come to Kansai, yes. experience the real Johto. It's fantastic. The food is delicious. You'll love it. Mm. Um, is that where I'm you live? Actually, I do live somewhere in the Johto region. That's cool. I'm Pretty not going to say where. No, that's um, fine. That's no. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, don't dox yourself. <laughs> um, I can say that I actually lived in the past really close to the place that was the theme of the Pokelephion Dome. Oh, okay. You know, like that um, place where you'd have the Pokemon running around near the park. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, That's based off a real-life kind of like baseball stadium. It does other stuff, but it's mainly baseball because they love baseball here. Yeah. Um, Good Kyocera Dome. The place yeah. where I used to live before I got married, I could see it from my balcony. Very cool. Wow. Um, nice. That's a yeah, part um, of that's a part of Pokemon that I've actually never really played with too much. Uh, the Poka Poka Pokathlon. Mm. And I heard there's like a there's really great music and there's a lot of fun mini games and I really it's should explore fun. that. Maybe, it was fun. Maybe I'll I'll gear up a 2024 or maybe just this holiday. I'll I'll play through <laughs> Heart Gold Soul Silver and I'll actually. I'll actually explore that. Well, Soul Study wanted to do it too. Y'all should do a Soul Link or something. We should, yeah, yeah. I need, I need to play it too, actually. I need to play it for videos, but um, we should. Yeah, yeah. that sounds fun. Uh, like a triple Soul Link. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I'll Which hop on too. We can do a big versus. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> we can tag team. Right. You know, yeah. you know, um, you know, while I have you here, this is just a random thought and you don't need to we don't even need to talk about this, but uh and where is it? You know, if you're from Australia, what are the odds I don't know, is there anything in the Australia region that inspires you to be like I would love to see that in a Pokemon oh, game. Uh, I know that everything. she wants it. To okay. Because we've been talking yeah. about Japan this whole time, but if you have that experience. I would jump over a pit of fire to get an Australian region. Um, <laughs> of course, like I'm biased. I'm Australian. I sure. live in Japan. I've lived in Japan for so long. I intend to continue living in Japan. Mm-hmm. But Australia is a great place. Yeah. It's perfect for a pokemon region there's so much like open space that you can do anything with yeah there's uluru um most people know it as airs rock um Mm -hmm. that would be a fantastic just like area um there's a lot of ocean there's a lot of rivers lakes forests a a lot of desert a lot of desert um Every Pokemon in the region could kill you because they'd be poisonous. Yeah, poison um, type on everything. <laughs> yes, honestly, it's really the it's really the best place for a Pokemon game. I don't even yeah. know. Like, if they did Australia and Gen Ten, I'm like so down. Mm. They need and, they need to do it eventually. I like also, what Dusty There's said. just so much possible law with Australia mm-hmm. because although. Like, Australia has only been colonized or whatever for a reasonably short time in the grand scheme of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, the history with the Aboriginal tribes, and there's so many different tribes in Australia, and there's so many different, like, Dreamtime stories among the different tribes that are all so very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um like you've got the rainbow serpent yeah uh the story of the crows there's just so many and it would lend to such a rich story mm-hmm. yeah what i'm curious about is so every pokemon region's either based off of i guess except for the japanese regions um they're based off of either states or that's the case for the united states or they're based off of countries and that's the case with the european countries um Mm. australia is a continent australia is also a country Mm. but because it's so big i wonder if they would split it up right if they would only give us part of it right i think that's for me it wouldn't make for me it wouldn't make sense though because like maybe as an australian i just see australia as australia sure and that could Mm. be the case i can't see a way in which you'd be able to separate it yeah because if you look at where the state and territory borders are, yeah, there's yeah. no kind of like way Middle. to even it off. Mm-hmm. Unless that's um, unless that's maybe part of the maybe that's part of the story in the plot where there's north or maybe like you know there's east and west Australia or whatever the Australian region. Side. What is it? Yeah, that's the there's thing. There's nothing much on the rest side. Yeah, okay. That's the only thing about the whole continent really is that it's basically all desert, like all mm. of that that you see so like it would make sense for them to do one big region because there's yeah there's not a whole lot in the middle but and now with the engines that they're running yeah they mm-hmm. can like five uh, like five generations ago australia like a full australian continent oh, yeah, region wouldn't have been possible <laughs> yeah yeah but now they've got the power to do it 
Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. I'm you'll trying need to have yeah. a really good ride system. Yeah. To survive it. But but I wonder though, because it, it is true. If that's mostly desert and it's actually desert and not just like not just it's like sandy area, very much heavily desert. Yeah, then you they would probably truncate some... that. They would probably put all the sand maybe in the in the middle of the region, and then this border is based on mm. Perth, and all this greenery is just kind of up here, right? I feel like maybe that's mm. the central part. Yeah, I mean they definitely change things around. You know, there, there would be a, there would be a volcano. There would be a snow mountain. Right, there'd be an electric cave. I love a desert town. There's not many desert towns. Yeah. I feel like I'd love one. I mean, I think there'd they be would... a lot of good desert towns. Like my hometown is really strange because um, we're in a weird point where we've got like the city, then we have the desert, then we have a mountain, then we have the ocean all okay. surrounding. So mm. the weather is wild. But sure. a lot of places that are like actual towns in Australia are like that. Yeah. But you'll find that a lot of the towns, not all of them, but a lot are on the borderline of the ocean. Yeah. Naturally. Because yeah. they're way it's easiest to inhabit. I just mm-hmm. found a Kangaroo Island. That would clearly yep, Kangaroo be. Kangaroo Island is lovely. That's actually really close to my hometown. But that oh, would no. in Pokemon. You're if, actually if, very close to my hometown. That would be a King, <laughs> that would be Kangaskhan Island, a hundred percent. Yep, if, that would be cool. You can actually see my hometown now. You got. T- I I feel like they okay. would. I feel like they would make like a whole new kangaroo Pokemon though for this. Reason. Yeah, they would. Yeah, I, sure. I would yeah. hope they would. Yeah. I'd like a more like lean, like speedy Pokemon. Yeah, not a kaiju. versus like the bulky Kangaskhan. Sure. Mm. Hobart I, I would think... be a nice area too. Yeah. I think and even they would, in Hobart, there's a lot of different towns to look at. They would really lean into the desert vibe, though, like the whole mm. outback, yeah. you know, like mm. wild wilderness. Be really Merwin as our professor or champion? <laughs> yeah, yes, champion, <laughs> champion, both, uh, definitely both. the champion. Ha- so, yeah. so neighbors, you could have New Zealand as a DLC. I was just gonna say, I have an I'll ignorant be, question: uh, Is that no? That's like, but but they've already shown that they're willing to do something like that with. I want to uh, go to the with Shire. Paldea, right? With Paldea, they have Portugal <laughs> and Spain as one country. As one region. I know, I know. So, they, they they would do it a, a disservice, though, just like they did to Portugal. Yeah. yeah. That. I feel it like Portugal... But it would allow for... Rit, li- man. Listen... F if, in the chat for Portugal. Yeah, F, yeah, in, the chat. F in the chat for Portugal, man. New Zealand I, would I be think... closer, and then there'd be, wa- there'd be water routes in the middle of that, right? That, mm-hmm. that would provide them... S- some create like some creativity when it comes to uh, the, Tasmania. the roots. I think Tasmania. Tasmania would be there as well, yeah. That'd be better for a DLC to me personally, but leave. Let's let. I would New think. Be something. Yeah. And then, but then yeah. Like, the, the same... it would need to be main game. I would probably. think. I would think it would, it would all probably be main have game. to. But I think it would, I think it would be cool to start on Tasmania and yeah, like maybe cool. you do like a rural thing, like you haven't been to the mainland Australia yet, sure. and like the it's kind of oh that's it makes yeah, the journey yeah. more exciting because like. We're starting our Pokemon journey, and we're going to the mainland Australia. Yeah. I've never been here before, you know. And it functions yeah. like my dad was actually born in Tasmania, so oh really? Like his oh, cool. life story. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll have to pick it up. <laughs> it functions like the beginning of um, Tears of the Kingdom, right? Where you have this like small hub that you explore to learn the game, to learn the fu- the functionality of of uh, battling and everything. Right? You learn the basics, and then you go out to the and then the whole world opens up. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
in the end. Or even if you could start in a place like Alice Springs. What is that? Which is, uh, it's a town not far away from Uluru. It's in like pretty much smack bang, smack bang in the middle of Australia. Uh, Alice Springs. Yeah, you you, you got yep. it. <laughs> you yeah. just literally <laughs> just wow. in the middle of Australia and you'll find really Alice Springs. <laughs> okay. Alice Springs. Um, yeah, so it's really close oh, to Uluru. Too? That's cool. Yeah. It's next to Uluru, which is like Ayers Rock. Um, mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a cultural, historical kind of spot for Australia because of its proximity to Uluru. Um, but because it's the center, it would pretty much let you wander out in whatever direction you want. That's cool, yeah. And then it's like pick your choose your own adventure. Mm. That is cool. It's interesting because it's like the Pokemon regions that we know were were grid based for so long, and now that we're talking about future gens, like I feel like we have to anticipate that they're going to be open world, uh, like Scarlet mm. and Violet. Hopefully, function better. Um, but it really it 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 kind of doesn't stump me. But I, I'm curious how the gameplay would actually function because because yeah, open world's great, but it still has to have. Some sort of like it can't just be flat land, right? It's gotta there's gotta mm. be there's gotta be some game design right behind it all. I think I think the reason we didn't see that with Scarlet and Violet is honestly just because it was their first time with yeah, open world. Definitely. I, I yeah. would hope that like the next open better. world game, whether it's Japan, Australia or something we haven't named, would just they would they would master the uh, not making the world so bland. Yeah. You know, uh, Scarlet and Violet's got some really pretty areas. It also has some really boring areas. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. In the yeah, end, yeah, like if they did do Australia, they'd need to kind of like creatively lessen the amount of desert. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. they would. They would. I feel but, like they would yeah, contain the desert. Horrible. Like it would be more of an arid region in general. I'm imagining mm-hmm. the arid regions of the United States. I'm thinking of Arizona, right? Yeah, yeah. It would. I'm sure it's different culturally, but um, there can be a vibe that feels arid, but the actual desert's mm. just in the middle, and then you have all right. these other beautiful areas on the coast. Mm. It is kind of cool. Well, it, it functions like if you, Unova in that way. If you go up from Alice Springs up into Daraneri, you've got Kakadu, which is a kind of like forest, wetland yeah. uh, kind of thing, rainforest, which is which would be really nice, I think. What kind of what kind of Pokemon do you think they would add? Like, what are like five iconic Australian things you, that you would be like, this has to be in it, even if it's food, even have, if it's cultural. Uh, you'd need to have a platypus. Oh yeah, I think that's a starter. Rampage if there's no ra- if there's no platypus. Platypus water I starter, think, fire type. No, kangaroo. not the water starter. Make it in the wild. Firefighting f- kangaroo starter. Yeah. No, um, you you're taking Komala. the most. Kamala was kind of subpar, so I'd like yeah. to see like a kind of ferocious kind of like drop bear kind of. It would yeah, definitely like a grass get a form. Type starter. It would get a form, Kamala, no doubt. Yeah, that would make sense. That'd be cool. Or an evolution. Um, an evolution yeah. would be cool. More lizards. Sure. Yeah. Um, yes. Like, Male uh, there's a um, there's a lizard called a I think if I remember blue tongue lizard. Sure. Um, and they're really weird because. Their head and their tail look the same. Yeah. Mm. I know which one it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, That would make for an interesting design because the head and tail are the same. 
Of course. I think it would be cool and to see, like, if really it's got cool blue, blue tongue, tongue, make it a nice yep. type. Yeah. I actually... I actually... Oh, no, that's not the one I was thinking of. What is it? It's been okay. so long since I've been to Australia. It's it's uh... like a... It's got, like, a mimic tail. Like, its tail looks like its Yeah, head. yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I can't think of its name, though. Um... And yeah, I don't know what it's called. If we could have like a wattle, like a um God, I can't remember a lot of the English words. Uh red wattle South Australia. Wattrel? You could just uh, Yeah, wattrel. <laughs> it's a wattrel. Uh it's kind of like I Oh god, I can't remember the name. It's a flower. That's red and it's stirred pea? Is it a stirred pea? Oh, I don't. The flowers. Sorry, just... Who I mean, knows? Flowers all mega evolution. It would make. Stirred pea. Oh, those uh, look are up stirred pea. That would make it that? interesting. Stirred pea? Uh, S T U R T. S T U R P. R T. R T. Sorry. Wait. <laughs> I've lost it. S T U R T. RT. This thing? Hmm. Oh, that's crazy looking. Make for an interesting grass type. That is really one. pretty. I, it, the the like the dark part looks like a red. That looks mm-hmm. like a face. A it's face, got, right? That's cute. That would be really cute. Look at it. Or it looks like a executor almost. Like w- like there'd be multiple heads. Mm. Looks like the imperial, uh, like guards in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> that's really cool. That that's a, I like that pick. That would definitely be a cool Pokemon. Hmm. Um, and of course, um, great white shark. Oh, yes. of course. Ooh. There's so uh, there's so many. You could do way more than five animals. I know. Like, what? Mm. Red back I mean, spider, funnel web yeah. spider, tarantula. You, like you of... could have like ten spiders. Yeah. So like that. And snakes. And they could all kill you. Yeah. What? <laughs> like I've said it several times in Australia in an Australian region, you don't need an evil team. Just have a great way. Just have like the the Pokemon Pokemon out to kill you. Maybe it's like the reverse. I guess that would be kind of like Team Plasma. I'm trying to think of a joke. Like maybe the evil team is like cowardly. They're like, no, like we band together because we're afraid of Pokemon. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like a similar plot in the Legends, right? Yeah, it would be. Yeah. 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 Tell me this though. Like like, uh, when, I don't know. I feel like when people think of a shark Pokemon, even though we have a lot of shark Pokemon, not a lot, but we have yeah, some shark Pokemon. we don't have a lot. Not a lot, but we have shark Pokemon, right? Obviously, it's going to be water type, but I feel like it could be, I, what, what What type would it be? Like water fighting for a, a true great white, and would it look, like would this actually transi- like, translate to an actual Pokemon? Like would it actually be a full shark, or would it be changed in a way kind of like uh, a Titan is like a land dweller or Sharpedo doesn't have a tail, right? Like, like, how would um, how, how do you think this could be interpreted as a Pokemon, or, or could it just be as is, be dragon fighting? Do you? I, I don't know if it was also so in America. I think it probably was, but like back in the nineties, there was this weird cartoon with these kind of like humanoid sharks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. I could see it being like that. Like a human, They're like the yeah, no, like the big shark. They're like, oh, dude, what was it called? They're like muscle shark tails. Sharks. Mm. No, I don't think it's like the people from uh, Aquaman, or is it Aquaman? You know what I'm talking about. I'm sure Aquaman has. I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to have toys of them. I don't know what. Oh, the villains on Pirates of the Caribbean. (laughs) Davy Jones's crew. No, not no, no, no. 
Oh, let me see if I can find it. Baby shark? Maybe. Type in like shark monster. Toys. You'll find it if you type in 90 shark toys, I think. Street sharks. Street sharks. Oh, yeah, they're right here. I have remembered that. I know. I've never seen this. I've never seen it either, but I wasn't a 90s kid, so. I had the, I think the hammerhead one. They're so cool. I could see a, a great uh, a great white shark resembling like yeah. this in the Pokemon world. That would yeah, be kind of so would, that, that's like a rival it'd to be like against Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's a rival against um, uh what's it called? Garchomp. Oh. Oh, yeah. I was thinking Palafin. Oh, I was oh thinking no, no. the villain to Palafin. Yeah, that's the, yeah. no that that's been something I've been like floating on Twitter for a while. I think that'd be the coolest idea. Mm. If we get a rival to Palafin. Make... It's the villain. Yeah. It would make sense as like water fighting water dark. Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. totally. It'd probably be dark type water dark or fighting dark. Yeah. If it's the ability Arpeo. hero to zero, if you switch it out, it goes into the bad form. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or you can call it foil. Right. Why? You foiled my why? plans. Gargoyle. Like, why? Like gargoyle and yeah. foil. That'd be really that. That's funny. I like that a lot. Well, Sue, Tommy, thank you so much for being here. Um, can you plug yourself? We'd love to hear where, where we can find you. I'll plug myself again. I've done it a few times already, but never want to pass up that kind of stuff. Uh, you can find me at, at Pokistami on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. If you search for Pokistami on YouTube, you'll find me. I do a lot of translation work. I translate rumors, uh, news, things that the Pokemon official company just doesn't translate for some reason that's beyond anybody's sense and yeah um oh i've got a lot of things planned if you like johto i'm actually working on a really big project where i'll explain all about johto in a lot of detail so please look forward to that nice but yeah um thank you so much for having me here yeah, maybe thank you for being one here. day i'll be able to join in again yeah, when yeah, Lumi and Soul disappear, we're going to need you. We're going to need some help. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out uh, Mark, Allah, and the Rogue Emerald for being Box Legendary channel supporters. We also have our three mythical tier channel supporters, uh, Bramtastic, Jasko, and Timothy. And also huge thank you to our Arceus tier channel member, Drogain, friend of the show and creator. Thank you so much, man. Realist. Really appreciate all of you guys. Um, yeah, Sutami, thank you. It's been Hidden Power. We'll see you soon. Bye. See you guys.